It's your favorite music review channel, man. Dead and Hip Hop 2016, another year. Make sure you go check out Patreon.com. Go to Patreon.com. We are going to give you exclusive stuff that you cannot get on the channel. Just today, we were live streaming our ass segment. We're not gonna give you any specific ones, but if you are a Patreon, you'll get the notification and just watch us live. And if you can't get us live, you'll get a link. So make sure you go to patreon.com. Make sure you check out all of the different subscription levels and see what you get for your money, man. And if not, just subscribe, man. Cause we don't still do this. I guess 2016 Dead and Hip Hop, first album review of the year, King Push, Darkest Before Dawn, The Prelude. So this is the second project of Pusha T um, that we're reviewing here on Dead and Hip Hop. Now I'll put it to you like this. When we reviewed My Name Is My Name, I was already excited for the second album. I was excited for what Pusha has going on because I was not a fan of Wrath of Kane. I believe that was the last project before that last album. Not a fan of that one. Love My Name Is My Name. Didn't know what to expect with this. I'm like, okay, why are you dropping the prelude? Why, like, why are you giving me a little snippet before the album? Just give me the album, that's all I need. Thank you. Thank you for giving this, giving us this. Cause this, cause this right here, I, again, I did not know what to expect. To me, great projects, from the moment that it comes on, it sets the stage. And that's exactly what he did with the intro. And he just called it intro. A lot of people, you know, they're naming it now and this, that. He went old school, intro, that's it. <laughs> and that motherfucker's hard as hell. He got uh, Timberland produced that one, right B? I think it was Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin did that one? <laughs> he did Untouchable. Untouchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did like two. Did, um, oh, okay. Retribution. And Retribution, see, look, look, you gotta get, gotta get the, the beat guy. <laughs> gotta get the beat guy. With that intro, man. So fucking hard. And you already know what Pusha is, man. This man's talking about pushing weight. He always has done that. And the thing I love about artists, like, when you know their lane is, how are they going to recreate, you know what I'm saying, the message? How are they going to keep giving it to you in a different way? On Untouchable, when he said, um, y'all know I did it, Rodriguez. Oh my God damn. This was, yeah, the sports reference and the fact that, you know this nigga moving drugs? This nigga doing drugs. So I think that that is so creative, so dope. Because you know what you're gonna get from Pusha. He is a consistent artist. He's not gonna stray too much this way. He's not gonna go too much that way. You know what you're gonna get. So how do you always keep that fresh and lively? And that's what he was able to do with this, man. Um, MFTR with the dream. When I saw that, that feature, I'm like, man, like, I never heard Dream like do something like quote unquote hard. Typically the, the Dream feature is to soften something up, you know, to add some vocals, but Dream actually- nah, he switched it up. He did switch yeah. it up, he did switch it up. And again, I, I didn't know what to expect and that shit delivered. Crutches, uh, Crosses and Caskets was one of my uh, favorites on here, but MPA, uh, Money, Pussy, Alcohol. Goddamn. Another dope track, Kanye West, ASAP Rocky, and the Dream again. I didn't expect all of them guys to collab together on a track like yeah, that. Yeah, but they didn't really collab. But I'm but I'm saying but it didn't add to the track to you? Okay. Well, maybe, he maybe. could it, it, I mean it's not like he needed them. He didn't okay. It, it looks good on the track. I'll list. move on. I'll move on. No, I feel you. I'm just I'm just got him covered. Look, man, it's only goddamn ten tracks. I'm not gonna go through all of them. Got him covered is my favorite though. Tim, Tim, look, has 
Pusha and Timberland really worked before. Is it like, first time? Yeah. They need, they need more. Mm -hmm. They need more. And if this is truly the, like I put it to you like this: if the album's supposed to be better than this, <laughs> we're hey, we're uh, early, early for either album of the year or consideration, or it's gonna be hey, one of the best albums. Out there, I'm just saying, if it's he supposed to be better than this, hey, 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 I'll do it. Shit. Cause look, you know I know I put it out there. Cause if the album is supposed to be better than this, bro, this, this was like the album to me. So you supposed to drop the album? Is it supposed to be better than this? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed, like, push, well, push, push, push come out this year. Yeah, if, if, if it's a prelude to something, then the album is supposed to like you're not supposed to give your best shit away first. The album's supposed to be better, oh, is it not? Sometimes you can give somebody a hit to keep them coming back. Give them that free shit. Yeah. yeah. He is talking about Joey Talk. I'm just, just saying. You got the plug. <laughs> you rapping the plug, <laughs> I don't think he has the, the topic. It would be nice if he did. Um, at least he, at least match. But yeah, that's where I was going. Okay. At least he can he can match this and I'll be I'll be happy. I'm you know, pleasantly surprised by it. I mean, Pusha is, is, a, is an incredible artist anyway. But, um, but you know, I think it's one of those things where, you know, we're obviously late reviewing this because we, you know, did our annual holiday uh, vacation. And uh, this came out December 8th, right? 18th. 18th, okay. So yeah, we weren't, we weren't shooting, we shut down for the year. So, but you can't avoid people online talking about this project. Here we are a month later and that's all people Fire, fire, fire. So, you know, it's one of those things where, oh man, here we go. You know, what am I going to hear when I listen to it? And that fucking intro, man. Metro booming, dog. Like, <laughs> Metro booming be killing shit. But what I loved about this yeah, that, beat. That what a time to be alive, right? I mean. <laughs> no, that, no, no, wait, 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 wait here, wait, here. What I love about this beat is it didn't sound like all of that <laughs> other trap shit that he's good at doing. <laughs> you know, it was different. It was, it was, it was, it was different, and that shows, you know, that he can, you know, show some versatility with him. Uh, but push it, push it, ate that shit up, man. And it really, like you said, rap, it just set the tone for the album. And the only thing I was thinking about was like, just stick with this theme, this sound. Even when he went a little bit lighter with the song with the dream, which was one of the singles, right? It, it still fit. Even though as a, as an individual single, when I when, when I heard it, I was like, eh, it's okay, you know, because somebody was like, yo, man, push the singles that he put out, man, those shit was fire. I'm like, they alright. But when I listened to the whole album, it all fit in much much more better than as individual tracks. And um and yeah, I was just listening. To it. I was like, man, Pusha Pusha is, is talking that shit, man. And the other thing I liked about it is that, and this is kind of a little bit outside of the album, but like if you go on, on Rap Genius and he's actually annotating some of the lyrics himself with Ooh. his verified account, which I thought was uh dope. And it adds a little bit more to it because you have Pusha saying what it means, and you have somebody mm -hmm. else annotating it and basically saying the same thing, but it just sounds a little bit better when Pusha said. Um, so I thought that that was dope. I don't I don't go on rap genes like that, so other rappers may do that. But I think combining that with the release of this album as part of the package and the marketing behind it, I thought it was really really dope. Um, but I, I, look, I just I'm gonna just jump to it. Y'all, you guys already know my favorite song on the album is Sunshine. Really? Push. Oh yeah. Come on, man. 
Not only Jill Scott, <coughs> but the message and the, the message meaning and the shit he was yeah. saying yeah. in that song was so, so fucking powerful, man. And it, to me, it was the perfect way to end the album because it, it ended it, it ended the album with this, 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 it was a little heavy, but it was shit that needed to be said. And with a guy like Pusha, that's having all these people that's listening to him, you know, um, I thought that it was great that he took, you know, his place in hip hop, his position, and decided to speak on that. And he didn't dedicate a whole album to or anything like that, but he said, yo, like, this shit is fucked up, and I'm going to speak on it. And, and you know, we've talked about this before, and the album would have been dope even if he didn't, even if he didn't do that, but for Pusher to actually speak on that and put it in a song, and put it on this prelude, you know, I, man, salute to you, man. And that's what we're talking about when we're saying that, you know, you can speak on this, you can do it your way. That sealed the deal for me. That sealed the deal for me as, as a great fucking project. Good cheer on top. Man, man, that did it, man. He, <laughs> man, the lyrics, man, the stuff he was saying, man, was just like, it was so direct and to the point. You know, it was like something about they get, they get fucking laptops and we get fucking uh, uh, detectors and shit like that, man. Yo, two verses, two verses, killed it. And Jill, Jill didn't even oversing. Jill was still kind of like, real like, like, like you could hear the pain in her voice. The way she, the way she approached she that vocally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it still fit the t fit the title of the album, the 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 tone of the album. Like it was perfect. It was a serious track that addressed a lot of serious issues. What did he say? He said the noose replaced by the badge. Push. When I saw that this was gonna be like a prequel to his album, I was worried. I, I can admit, I was a little worried. I'm like, oh man, is these like throwaway tracks? Is this just some, you know, something he just wanted to just throw in and the fans gonna eat it up even though it's wagging? And I started seeing all the talk on Twitter. Y'all know how I am about the Twitter. I'm like, oh Lord. yeah, I'm like, here, yeah, this Twitter talk. But I can, I can say I was pleasantly surprised with the outcome of this short. You know, prelude to the to the album King Push, man. I guess to start off with the intro, I thought it was. I thought the intro. I, I, I think I repeat that shit like about maybe six, seven <laughs> times before I went to the second track. I was like, damn. I said, this dude, this dude push it. And and you know, kind of like clear soul forces. I think when we when we review Fab Five, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I, I want to hear them talk about something different. I'm still, I'm, you know, a little bit. I, I love the spitterific stuff. I, I love the, the way they do. Same thing with Pusha T. I love him. Talking that drug shit, that cocaine shit, because he's been doing that. He was been spitting that pretty much his whole career. So I think, like Cam, for him to do Sunshine was definitely a good, like a switch of pace of kind of subject matter. Because, you know, as much as I love it, I'm like, okay, Pusha, we heard the cocaine talk a lot, you know, whatever. But he does it so well in everything in the production. I thought Timberland. I didn't really like Untouchable that much. I think I do like got him covered. Though. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't care. That's that's probably the only track I didn't really care for much is, is, is Untouchable. I didn't really care for Untouchable. That's the only track. Yeah. Hard as hell, bro. Yeah, that didn't do nothing for me, man. I remember when he. I remember when that because I think he released that as a single. I think yeah, it was that was the same. first. It was one of the singles. Yeah, Untouchable. Yeah, and I, I was like, uh, that's why I started getting worried because when I saw it was the prelude, I was like. Ooh man, don't tell me if it's gonna sound like this. But Untouchable is only <laughs> Untouchable is the only track that I really didn't didn't really care for. Um, just like you and Dream, I you know I don't I don't care for Dream. So when I saw that Dream feature, it was the MF, the third track yeah. after Untouchable. I was like, damn, this uh, that that track was dope. I was like, okay, Dream. 
Simon, yeah, he surprised me because I definitely don't care for Dream. I don't. Every time I see a feature, I'd be like, oh man, here we go. But I, I love that track. That track was dope. Damn. No, I'm serious. Yeah, what I, that dude to you. A track that grew on me actually, and I didn't, I didn't really like it at first, but it kind of grew on me a little bit was Money, Money Pussy Alcohol. At first, I was just like, all right, this is like all slow, and it just kind of messed up, the, you know. <laughs> but after a while, you know, I'm like, Money Pussy Alcohol. It just kind of, I don't know, this shit kind of grew you know on me. You know what it reminds so me of? I don't know if you remember, remember this, but remember the Fifth War Boys, Pussy Weed and Alcohol yeah. from back in the day? Yeah. Every time he says that, that, that even though it's really not similar, but just the acronym, Okay. It just always pops in my head and just kind of gets in the way of that song. Yeah. At first, I didn't like it. I'm like, okay, this is another track I don't like. But it grew on me after a while. And um, Sunshine, Q-Tip track, uh, FIFA. Um, it seemed like with this album, I liked the way Pusha was kind of having like that. He kind of, because in the beginning of the intro, I don't know if you noticed that little Mexican-Spanish dude. Mm -hmm. He had on Got It For Cheap on Hell Have No Fury on the, in the beginning of that intro. So I, I like how he started the intro off like, Kind of like you're gonna make a decision. Either you're gonna stick with this drug game or you're gonna become, you know, MC, you know, do do this rap shit. So I, I feel like throughout this album, he always kind of had like a conflict of whether should I still stick with this dope game or go with this music shit. Cause you know, Untouchable, he, he talked about, you know, him being the president of good music. You know what I'm saying? Like how, how like more legit money is, mm -hmm. seems like the type of more yeah, stable exactly. money. Yeah, you know, and then him talking about the uh, Alex Rodriguez, how he said, you know, yeah, you get you a ball player, you got that. Guaranteed yeah, baseball yeah. money like Derek Jeter, but everybody know I did it. Yeah. Like you know, like do Rodriguez, like Rodriguez. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I like only song I didn't even fuck with was Untouchable. So sorry, y'all. Don't agree to disagree. <laughs> we don't need to agree to disagree. So. Um, Mike Sizzle. <laughs> That's new for 2016. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a hashtag. <laughs> Not sticking. <laughs> no, no. Mike works just fine. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I fucking. The thing about it is, when, I, when this first came out, I thought this was the album. I didn't know it was a prelude until after I listened to it like three or four times. Right. And I was like, God damn, this dude pushes. He he really, he really came through. He made the album better than the last one. I really liked his last album, but. When I found this was the prelude for the album, I don't know if this gets me excited or scared. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, how is he gonna top this? Because this, in my opinion, this is, as much as I like My Name Is My Name, this is a lot better than that mm -hmm. album. Like, I feel like, I mean, first off, he starts the album off by saying, leave your conscience at the door. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was genius, because he's, he's like, I'm about to talk about the fucked up shit mm -hmm. for the next 30 minutes. So don't even try to come at me with no, you know, Every fucking track on here, it felt like Pusha carefully picked this beat and took his time to compose a track with this beat. So it's like, how is he gonna do this again but better? I'm not saying he can't, I'm just saying I would really love to see what he comes up with after this, but I, I can honestly say, I can't remember the last album that came out where I didn't have a complaint. Mm. Not a single one. The only thing I have that's even close to a complaint was the fact that I was not really hot on the hook for MPA. It just, it didn't do anything to the track. And after a while, it just kind of, I mean, I, I like the way the hook started off, the money pussy alcohol, you nigga pussy alcohol. But then after that, it was just like, I'm kind of over this, I'm over this hook. The beat was great. Pusha Rhyming was great, but I think I would have liked to maybe even hear ASAP Rocky do the hook by himself 
and then maybe have Kanye do a verse. I think that would have been a little bit better. Crutches, crosses, uh, caskets. I thought that track was amazing. The concept of it was amazing. The way Pusha rhymed it was amazing. But I gotta say, Got Him Covered was probably my favorite track only because that goddamn beat. Push, I mean, uh, uh, Timbaland. How is this dude still making beats like this? That beat is incredible. Like, that fucking beat alone makes this album amazing. <laughs> that shit is so good. I don't, I don't know. I'm not really super familiar with Ab Liva. Yeah, he, he was on Clips' first album. He's been he's been rolling with them for a minute. Yeah, yeah. He, he, was on, he was on Laura Willen and okay. they've been on like, some of their mixtapes. He was on my name, like my name too. Was he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. And that's not a disrespect. I just don't yeah. even remember him. Yeah, he's been around for a minute. His his verse wasn't bad. I think it only bothered me after I heard Beanie Siegel. And I'm gonna tell you why, because Beanie Siegel fucking killed that song. Yeah. His verse was dope as shit. And he had one of my favorite lines of the whole album where he said that shit about, uh, you don't see a Brinks truck following a hearse. And his whole verse, I was like, all right, see, Ralph maybe was right. Beans just needs some good production behind him. Oh, and maybe, oh, you, oh, my fault, I'll take that shit back. <laughs> Beans was right, I thought that was him for some reason. Um, yes, maybe you're right. Maybe Beans just needs some good production and he will come out with something solid because that whole verse I thought was dope. He sounded, he sounded mean, he sounded, and the whole album was dark and menacing and just, almost evil sounding and Pusha just, he killed this whole album. He had so many great lines on this. Like, and, and again, My Name Is My Name was dope and it had great lines, but it looked like Pusha was trying a little bit harder to give you lines that's gonna stick with you. Mm. Like, I don't remember taking away that many just amazing lines, but this one, it was like the one about, um, I speak to the trap lords and the, and the niggas with the hands in the white like blackboards. I was like, damn, mm -hmm. Pusha, really? Like. That's crazy, and the line he had about, you know, it's a shame when a platinum rapper's mama lives in squalor. Yeah. Like, he's really saying some dope shit. The L. Ron Hubbard of the cupboard. I'm like, damn. Like, there's so many dope lines on know this album. Yeah, 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 you don't wanna know if you own. Pusha, really, he, god damn. He's always done what I felt like he wanted to do. He's never changed. Mm -hmm. He's never softened down his, his, he doesn't really have a message, really. He's just talking about coke. Oh, you're right. But he's never really softened that down. He's never really watered it down or anything like that. And I think it's really cool that you have somebody that is in the mainstream eye that's really still making this gutter ass hip hop, but doing it on such a professional level that it doesn't sound like gutter hip hop. It's just weird. Pushing is his own lane at this point, I feel like. And I'm not trying to like dick ride, as y'all say, but the dude, you gotta give him props, man. He gave you 30 minutes of fucking pure fire. Like every song, every moment on this album was hands down. Like, I wish this, I wish this came out this year as opposed to last year, because shit, if I had heard this last year, this would have this would have snuck its way into my top 10 or top five, whatever the fuck we did. But yeah, I don't know what the fuck else to say. Push it, goddamn, bro. King Push, see, I'm not even gonna call you Push it too. I'm not gonna call you King Push. Um, if you're watching, keep fucking with Timberland. Keep, keep, keep fucking with Timberland. Don't stop fucking with Pharrell and them. But keep fucking with, fuck with Timberland a little bit more. I've always been kind of like a Fairweather fan. Like, I fuck with you, but not really kind of like that. But ever since My Name Is My Name, I was like, okay, I'm really fucking with you. And with this right here, 
Bro, keep fucking with Timberland. That's all I gotta say. Keep fucking with Timberland, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, yeah, man, this this was this was a great album, man, for real. Um, and, and I loved it. 34 minutes of, of just heat. Um, love the intro and and just love the rhyming and everything you were talking about and and the real shit you were talking about. Um, you know, and and that was dope, man. And I think you just, man, if. if if you got more like this, then you know uh, that album is gonna be be fire when you drop it later this year, man. And and just um, really, man, salute for for Sunshine, man. That was a uh, that was an incredibly dope track, and you know I'm glad that you you know you spoke on that. You spoke on the things that's going on because it affects all of us, and um, and it was good to kind of you know hear a person you know in your place in hip hop. You know, with your stature and, and the people, the eyes is watching you and listening to you. It was good to hear you speak on that, man. So that was dope. So uh, salute just for that, man, shit. And um, and that's it, man. I'm looking forward to the album. So um, keep doing your thing. Don't matter what producer you, you mess yeah, with, pretty yeah. in my opinion. I mean, you you proved that you uh, made an MC no matter what beats you on. Um, but yeah, this this is a good way to get me interested for your album. I mean, dropping a, a, a prelude like this, so dope, so good. It just makes me like, okay, if, he's, if this is just a little bit of taste, I can't wait to see what you're gonna do with King Push. So, you know, keep a hey, keep being consistent. The consistent artist that you are, been a fan of you since Lord Willing, the Clips uh, first album. And, you know, you and your brother, and you doing doing well, um, being a solo artist. And congratulations on the president for good music as well. And uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, looking forward to the, to King Push, man. You you got me. You got my ear for this new album now, man. You didn't you didn't. You didn't throw me off, you know, with most artists be having prequels and they'd be bad and they'd be like, oh, it's just a prequel album. Like, no, this is fucking good ass. <laughs> this is a good one, man. So I'm looking forward to King Push. Keep it up. Keep up the great one. Fuck, I don't even know what else to say, man. Just This album's great. Um, I can't wait to hear what you do with King Push because I, I didn't even expect this to be this dope. But, um, man, just, yeah, you're stepping your rhyme game up, you're, you're stepping your patterns up. Keep fucking making music like this. Don't water your shit down. Don't soften it up for no fucking body, even though you are the president of good music. Keep making dope, dark fucking hip-hop, because I fucking love it, man. Good job.